He's blunt, but he's fair. This is Drew Berquist, former counterterrorism officer, realist, and host of This Is My Show, which starts now. I'm Drew Berkowitz. This is my show. That's Joe Biden saying stupid shit again. He's really... Hey, you got to give him credit. He's not good at policy. He's not good at leadership. He's not good at bringing together people, unifying people. But he's good at saying some dumb stuff. Really good. But I, my, my question always is, is honestly, I know he's not really in the moment there. Like, he doesn't know what he's saying or thinking. Like, he's got these kind of, like, coined phrases and things he says. But does he think that really plays... Like with anyone, I mean, he's he's quote unquote the president of the United States. So people in that room are going to laugh, clap and applause, albeit maybe nervously. I just don't get how he thinks any of that works. Hey, Matilda. Hey, Shirley, Renee, Carol, all of you guys coming in. Tons of you over on Rumble. So glad to be with you guys today. Lots that we're going to discuss. We're going to get into this Jesus Revolution film and some of the numbers, which on the surface are good. But if you, if you kind of dig into it, they're really even better when you compare it with stuff. So we're going to talk about that, kind of what I think it means, what I hope it means, I should say. We're going to talk about Trump, who laid out plans on how to get off of relying on China, not relying on them for all of our goods. We're going to talk about that, kind of these disposable products. Um, <clears throat> that's all coming up. we got some KJP clips to talk about, who, who brought up Fauci, by the way, praising him. She doesn't want people attacking Fauci anymore. We, we, we still will. Don't worry. We're going to get into all of that. Plus, over on Booze and Banter today, CNN had this panel, and they were talking about <clears throat> the, the, the derailment in East Palestine. And it's just always remarkable for me to hear how dumb some of them are and some of the comments they say. We're gonna, I'm going to tell you what I mean. I'm going to show you that, and we're going to talk about it. Speaking of East Palestine, things continue to look worse for Norfolk Southern, the company who, of course, ran that line that, that – you, you know you know the whole deal with them. But we'll, we'll get into them. I'll tell you why. We're going to show you a clip. We've also got some more nonsense. The LGBTQ community, at least some of them, want reparations. You heard that right. That, guys, though, that is all going to be booze and banter, which is over at redvoicemedia.com. You can go to redvoicemedia.com forward slash Drew Crew and sign up there. Or you can just go to Red Voice Media and, and click on premium and sign up that way. Use promo code Drew, though, D-R-E-W. We hope to have you do that. And by the way, you don't just get access to booze and banter and premium stuff we're doing, which is about to be a lot more when we move into our new shiny studio in a couple months here. But you get access to tons, tons of other shows. And I can tell you, because I'm helping bring some of them on, that there's some awesome ones coming. So you're going to want to sign up. Get over there. Use promo code Drew. All right, let's get into it. So there's this movie. Disco, have you heard of Jesus Revolution? Yeah, I have. I haven't seen it yet, but I've heard of it. Okay, so you haven't seen it. Well, I, I, and I, look, I hadn't heard a lot about it. I know that there's kind of a, I don't want to, it sounds bad to call it a secondary market, but there's a market with, with some Christian film companies who are trying to make things better, trying to get it out there, trying to get out more positive messages, something that we all need, of course, right? But I had not heard a ton about this movie until I saw a commercial like a week before its release. My, my in-law saw it last week, said it was, was great, said it was phenomenal. But I bring it up. <clears throat> 
and the reason we're discussing it today is not just we're, this isn't a show if you're new here that just we don't just go over box office results that's not that's not our thing that's the, that's the next show actually it's not that's rvm roundup which you should check out too but i bring it up because the numbers came in and it did really well really well considering it was only released in a limited amount of theaters and it went up against some stuff one of which is a laughable name i get it but you know it's going to be a cult classic but let's look at this so the ant-man and the wasp big series right that was in oh, 4,345 theaters. Made over 32 million. Good opening weekend for Paul Rudd and, and the crew over there doing that. Good for them. Cocaine Bear, which again, laughable that Cocaine Bear is a thing. I caution you, it is going to become a viral cult classic movie just because of the content that's in it. I told my wife, we will rent it and see it when it comes out. Not because I think it's going to be good, just because I feel like we have to see it. But all that to say, it was in 3,500 theaters made over 23 million. So Jesus Revolution was it was expected or anticipated that it would make about 7 million. Well, it made over 15 million on its opening weekend. And here's why it's interesting. It was only in half of the theaters. Half of the theaters that Ant-Man and the Wasp were in and some of these other you know just way 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 less. You know, it had to be at it was at churches and some other like event centers and some stuff like that. But in terms of a theatrical release being in like the theater that you would go to in your town, it just was not in that many. So kudos to them. First of all, they, you know, they do way better than they were anticipated to do. So, you know, great job. But they did way better with less. Way better with less. All that to say, I bring it up. The reason I'm talking about it is because despite all the negative news that we talk about every day, newsflash, there's going to be more today. And it's not just today, it's, not, it's, it's just the world that we live in right now. Despite all that, there seems to be a resurgence in people's faith across our country. And that's a good thing. We're seeing the popularity of this film. We're also seeing the revival that's going on in Kentucky. And it's spreading to other churches across the country. And I think it's all happening because people instinctively, deep down, know that America is on the wrong path that we're on the wrong path, and we're trying to figure out a way to get it on the right path. We all want that. Right now, obviously, the communists don't want that. But whether this means you know, getting back on the right, the right path, whether it means voting, getting more involved in local politics, something we always talk about, something that's so important, or just on an individual and a community level, returning to church, recentering your faith, kind of getting your priorities right, it's all really important. And I think people are doing that. And there's been a lot going on to counter that, right? There's this tectonic shift in the government that's occurring, and they're trying to force us down this sick, twisted socialist path. But it's really encouraging seeing this and seeing things going well. Mark says that's God telling us he's coming back, perhaps, but it's great news regardless. It's, it's, an awesome, it's an awesome thing to see. And, and people should, should think about this. And I know people in this audience, whether you're a longtime listener, viewer, or someone who's here for the first time, pe- there's absolutely nothing wrong with returning to core values. Values that are instilled in us from a very young age, but have been eroded over the years. 
if we're going to survive all this nonsense that's happening, all of the people that are trying to radically and fundamentally change this country, it's, it's critical that we get back to God, family, country. Those are the values that should matter to people. I can, I can tell you what. I can tell you what. Those values matter a whole hell of a lot to me. Whole hell of a lot. But keep in mind, God, family, country to most of us is like, well, yeah, that's absolutely. That's, that's like what I live by. That's my mantra. But other people would say that that's outdated. Those values are labeled as outdated. Lame, in fact, by the left in our country. For, for the Democrats, those values are what sunlight is to a vampire, God, family, country. But again, for me, those, those values are everything. So the timing's right. The timing is right for people to get their houses in order, redefine what's important in their lives. It should, it should always be that way. But certainly with what we've been through the last three, four years, what we're going through this year, that's, that's what's got to be a focus in your life. You can control you, right? You can't control everything else. But this country, we're on the verge of economic collapse, hostile takeover by the radical left. We've got the potential for all, I don't know, World War III and or possibly nuclear war with Russia. So you can see why people are turning back to, to those core values, God, family, country, God being the most important one. And I wish it didn't take all of this for people to get there, but better late than never. And to be clear, for those of you thinking that I'm saying that we're out of the woods here, no, 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 I'm not saying that at all. In fact, I think things are going to get a lot worse. We haven't righted the ship here, but it's encouraging nonetheless to see people turning back to their faith, turning back to saying, you know what, I, I can control what I can control. I love my family. I'm going to take care of them. I'm going to take care of my loved ones. I'm going to fight in my community to make things right. And all that to say, good on the folks. Kelsey Grammer in that movie. Good on the folks who made it. I'm, I'm thrilled that they had so much success, but I'm thrilled not just for them. I'm thrilled for the fact that it's, it's doing well because it shows that people are, are looking for that. They're seeking content like that. They're seeking something positive in this very dark world. And again, Lord knows we need a lot more of it. Well, and it's not going to be uh, overnight change. No, it, it, we didn't get here overnight, so to exactly. expect things so, being fixed. Yeah, so, you know, for something like this, this this is the the turn in the right direction. It's great to see it. Yeah. You know, and, and it's, and, you know, it's, it's you got to remember why America was started. It was to, so they, you know, like, they, they don't want to be ruled by a king. They also don't want to be forced to be on a certain, to be, you know, having to uh, be a part of a certain religion, you know, like there was all that was in, embedded in there. And so, yes, this, you know, this country was founded on God, but you know, the right to religion, you can worship whoever you want to worship. And so it's one of those things where it's like, we can get back to that. But the problem is, is right now it's like, you know, people are saying, Oh, you can't worship the God that you worship. It's like, what? <laughs> well, and they just, I mean, people just hate yeah. each other. I mean, we're, we're in this, well, this exactly. state right There's now. So much hate. It's, it's just, yeah, straight up hate. Um, anyways, encouraging stuff. Let's, let's hope more encouraging stuff like that happens. I would love to, to, to not talk about bad news all the time. I know people think that that's like, I enjoy it. I, I, I don't, I do it because it's important that we talk about things so we can try and get things back on track and getting some wins here and there certainly feels good. All right, let's get to question of the day. Totally unrelated to Jesus revolution, totally unrelated to any story we're going to talk about. We're going to talk about Trump in a second here. But 
most people like grilled cheese, right? Some people, will, their answer will be nothing to this, but it is a fill in the blank. And the, your word or words could come before or after, but it's grilled cheese with dot, dot, dot. How do you like it? Do you put ham in there? Do you put mustard in there? Do you put something else in there? Do you dip it in something? How do you do it? You can tell I'm interested in having a grilled cheese sandwich today. Send in your responses, grilled cheese with dot, dot, dot. We'll get to your answers, and we'll talk about Trump and China on the other side of the break. Stick around. All right, let's get to those responses. There's some good ones coming in. Again, the question of the day was grilled cheese with dot, dot, dot. June comes in with apples. Okay, I like it. Renee says ham. Love that. Scott, bacon. Mm. Preach it, brother. I like my grilled cheese with bacon. Lots and lots of bacon, says Shelby. We've got bacon, dill pickles, bacon and tomato. Bologna, says WRMCSM. Mustard all the way, says Debbie. Pickles, mayo and bacon all day long. That sounds good too. It's if if you like mayo, there's very few things that you can put it on that's not good. Dill pickles. What else we got here? Give me some ideas, people. Grilled cheese with more grilled cheese. I like that, Shirley. Grilled cheese and tomato soup. Grilled cheese with tomatoes. It's called a Paul Newman. Grilled cheese made with cheddar and tomato soup. Mom's best. Ham, tomato soup, sliced dill pickles, ham, bacon, or tomatoes. Matilda says it's Coney Dogs and coleslaw tonight, though. That sounds good, too. Okay. Italian bread. Disco, any response? What say you? So I'll, I'll do some fresh bread. Like, I'll make it from scratch. And then, you know, when I, when I say bacon, it's, you know, like five or six strips. And then the way that I cook it is I'll put... Uh, mayo and garlic on the bread, and that's what goes down on the pan. Okay. Okay. Like that. So there's a little bit of mayo on the inside too, but the outside is what you cook it with, and it's it's perfect. Perfect. I like all these answers. I think ham and bacon are are definitely winners, but having it with tomato soup that's just that's straight up traditional right there. That's oh, how I yeah. how I do it yeah. growing up. Um, I don't know. I don't know. Well, I, I think I'm going to go. I, I think I'm going to probably go ham and then dip in mustard um, because I, I can do whatever I want. This is called This Is My Show. Yeah. So uh, Someone said sourdough. I love sourdough bread. So if you can find a good one. Yeah. Like, 
I'm, 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 I could have sourdough all day. We haven't done a question on food here for a while, and, and as usual, I'm freaking starving now. Um, grilled cheese <laughs> with blackberry jam. That's interesting. That's, that is maybe mm. the most unique one of the day. I could, I, one, one time we did, like, um, Jarlsberg cheese. So instead of, like, American or cheddar, we did Jarlsberg. And then I thought about, like, putting some, like, uh, apricot, like, you know, like fig spread or something like that on there. And it, was, it tasted pretty good. But the, the Jarlsberg, if you've never done it with the Jarlsberg cheese, try it out. It's, it's okay. delicious. That's, that's, that's good to know. All right, you can keep the responses going in. Keep keep the, the grilled cheese sandwich Ooh, conversation going. Radish, mustard, Ooh, mm. prosciutto. To, oh, my gosh. Oh. We're going to take a quick break. Uh, <laughs> um, <clears throat> so former President Trump put out another one of his videos. And by the way, these videos are so much more effective in terms of ways for him to communicate his ideas, his policies, all of that. Rather than some of the stuff that that you know he'll put on truth and 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 well, I, I guess it's just truth now. But he should keep doing it. And here's what he said about trade with China. Take a listen. We will phase in a system of universal baseline tariffs on most foreign products. On top of this, higher tariffs will increase incrementally depending on how much individual foreign countries devalue their currency. They devalue their currency to take advantage of the United States. As tariffs on foreign producers go up, taxes on American producers will go down and go down very substantially, and that means a lot of jobs coming in. Not only will this system end our gaping trade deficits, and they are massive right now, and bring back millions of American jobs, it will also bring trillions and trillions of dollars pouring into the United States Treasury from foreign countries and allow us to invest that money in American workers. I will implement a bold series of reforms to completely eliminate dependence on China in all critical areas. We will revoke China's most favored nation trade status and adopt a four-year plan to phase out all Chinese imports of essential goods, everything from electronics to steel to pharmaceuticals. We will also adopt new rules to stop U.S. companies from pouring investments into China and to stop China from buying up America, allowing all of those investments that clearly serve American interests. We're not going to allow bad things to happen to our country anymore, and we will eliminate federal contracts for any company that outsources to China. All right. I love it, right? That's what he needs to do. His message resonates with <clears throat> his policies resonate with american people and, and real quick valley kitty over on red voice i'm not saying i never said the bible was outdated it's not it's a living word of god um and everyone should adhere to it. i was saying the values of god family country are, have become outdated in this in this country um <clears throat> but for Trump, like that's why, again, just side point, if I was on his team, look, I have no problem with the mean tweets. I think him going after DeSantis is stupid. I, I'm not I'm not cool with that. But I love him shooting from the hip. That's one of the things that makes him who he is. But when you're, from a policy standpoint, from getting a message out standpoint, if you just drill home these concepts, whether it's on China, whether it's on the border, whether it's on any of this stuff, in these types of videos that he's been releasing – that's all you got to do, man. That's all you got to do. Because the stuff that you're saying, and there's plenty of people who would fall in this category, you've got to be a moron to disagree with. You just would. 
And I agree with the statements that he, and I think most of you do too, that he made about our trade policy with China. It's a one-sided policy. China has the upper hand because they have the luxury of slave labor to create these goods to sell us and the rest of the world for that matter. No one can compete with China economically because of how they use slave labor to create phones, TVs, clothing, literally everything, your children's toys. So he's 100% right that they should lose their most favorite nation trading status due to their horrific history of human rights. And and, and even beyond, I mean, that's its own thing. We should stop doing it on principle because we're better. But they should absolutely lose that. But the only way to compete with China is to increase the prices on products that are being imported into the United States. This will enable American companies to produce similar products. And as it stands right now, they've got an unfair edge when it comes to competition and manufacturing products, all that stuff. So he's laying out his idea, Trump is here, to make the playing field more even, give American companies an opportunity to compete in the marketplace. Keep in mind, this is a country that we could go into, we talk about all the time, how broken and how nasty China is. But this is a country who has real-life concentration camps going on Right now, ask your local Uyghur. That's somehow overlooked, by the way, by our CEOs, our politicians, all of that, because those people prefer prefer profits over humanity. But opening up trade with China has crippled the manufacturing sector of our country. Absolutely crushed it. Thousands of jobs lost in the textile industry and, and other industries that relied on American craftsmanship. And once you had China start flooding our country with all of their cheap shit, we turned into a disposable goods nation. That's, that's where we are. We're, we're, everyone's fixated on buying cheap products that last six months or a couple years if you're lucky instead of buying products that in some cases will last a lifetime. Some of you have a piece of furniture that's real wood from way back when. Your mima, your grandma, your great-grandma. And it's better than anything you could buy these days on Wayfair or any of these places where they're just shuffling in stuff from China. But one of the most harmful byproducts or effects of us being a disposable goods country was the devastating effect that it had on the middle class. It's which, which the Democrats of course love instead of buying quality items, people are now focused on buying quantities of items that were cheap, didn't last. And it continues, the disposable goods economy, it continues to cripple the middle class. If there aren't any adjustments made, it's just going to be another nail in the coffin for the middle class. Again, something the radical left is hell-bent on doing. They have to eliminate the middle class to accomplish the goals that they want to get into, that they want to, to succeed with in this, this country. That, that's left, destroying the middle class. They're doing a hell of a job. They've got to disarm us. I don't think they're going to be able to do that. But there's, there's a whole hell of a lot that they're, they're having some success with. So anyways, all that to say, getting back to Trump, what he says resonates with the American people. What he says needs to be done for the sake of the American people. Whether it's him who implements it or not, someone needs to stop making us so beholden to these guys. I get it. It's cheap. I get it. I understand even how some of these big box stores are saying, yeah, but because they're looking at the bottom line. 
But there's another but. But you're destroying your own fellow countrymen, your communities. We have to do better. We have to do better. We can do better. It's just going to have have to have someone with with balls like Trump or again, if it's someone else, if it's DeSantis, whoever it is, to make us less reliant, to say we're going to stand up, we're going to do things differently here. We're going to do things yeah. for America. The Democrats always say that. I mean, Joe talks about we're going to bring American jobs and American this that. And like, no, you're not. Like, no, you're not, because you're bought and paid for by them. Yeah, and you, we bring business back to the United States. The economy is going to go up. Everyone's going to do better. Yeah, absolutely. To lose. Well, the, the Democrats have a lot to lose because then people aren't dependent on the government. Right. Well, and honestly, I mean, think about it. Like all of us, we've we've had these um, individually. I'm sure you've had it at home with your spouse, your loved ones. No one has ever. When's the last time you ever got a product from China that you were just thrilled with? Like, you know what? That was just good. Like, it's a that that statement never happens. Whether it's clothing, which eventually falls apart, or more importantly, furniture, electronics, stuff like that. You you could argue some of the phones and TVs. Okay, fine. But for the vast majority of the other crap that you buy, it's just literally, it's, it's trash. We can do better. We have to do better. All right. <clears throat> We're speeding along here today. We're speeding along. We got some stuff to talk about, though, still. We're going to get into KJP. There's a few clips of her that need to be, two, I think, actually, that need to be discussed. One is just hilarious. The other is just straight up crazy town. Usually things coming out of her mouth are. We'll get into those clips. We'll tee up what's coming up in booze and banter. Stick around. Do you think America first when you spend your hard earned money? Do you feel guilty shopping woke companies that take your money and push a liberal agenda? The choice is yours. When you shop at Mammoth Nation, you're a part of the solution, not the problem. We have thousands of products from hundreds of American and veteran-owned retailers. These patriots love America, and they're fighting for you. So do the right thing. Vote with your wallet and spend wisely. Right now, go to mammothnation.com and become a lifetime member. Use this promo code and save 30%. All right, so our favorite Chowderhead spokesperson, KJP, was lamenting the fact that the Communist Party was getting pushback from the Republicans. How dare you question what we're doing? You question our policies. They don't like it, guys. We talk, Was it yesterday? I don't know if it was yesterday or the end of last week. It doesn't really matter. We talked about how these folks, I think it was yesterday because we were talking about Trudeau. These folks cannot take criticism or any pushback whatsoever. It drives them insane. And as we have all of these broken policies, all of these broken things being shoved down upon us here in our country with this administration and the people who are pulling the strings behind this administration, people are pushed back. They don't like it. They don't like it. Anyways, she, she was lamenting the fact that people are, are questioning her and questioning the administration's policies. This was her response. So we're trying to do the right thing. Uh, meanwhile, Republicans are trying to reverse the work that we have been trying to do over the last two years. Okay. I mean, she's correct. There is pushback to the government and to the society that the Democrats want to implement here in the United States. 
But what kind of rollback is, is she referring to? And by the way, beyond all that, just on the very, very top level of this, they're trying to undo, we are trying to undo everything they've done. Yes, absolutely we are. You haven't done one positive thing for this country yet. Yeah, well, you're destroying the country that we know and love and fought for. And then they're like, oh, it's, they, they're going against everything we're trying to do. Well, yeah, they're trying to make America right again. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's insane. I Feeling sorry for Drew having love, to listen to this crap over and over. I know, right? I, have, it's, and, I enjoy yeah, my job, I, but I do have to listen to a lot of crap. And I love the way that they spin this. Every time, every time one like she talks, AOC talks, the way they spin it makes it seem like we are the bad guy. It's like the man, man years ago when Russia, we there was word that there was a show that was being uh, aired on like the government TV mandated TV out in Russia where America was the bad guy, um, and you know like uh, America was trying to you know uh, you know <clears throat> I don't <laughs> <It's> know. Like, <laughs> no, we talked about it on uh, on one of the. Um, when we were on CRTV, like that's how long ago it was. Okay, it was a All really, right. really old. Show. We we brought it up, and it was just like there was a show that was in Russia that was like America's the bad guy, you know, and, and we're we're the terrorists and all those things, and and it's the same thing here. She's just being like the Republicans are just trying to dest- destroy the the nation. Yeah, no, 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 they're trying to fix it. Yeah, <laughs> and 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 what's sad is they'll get some legs with statements like that. Obviously, the media, the Democrats, they get away with that crap all the time. No, 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 it's not us, it's you. What it is? No, it's not. It's definitely not. But it's, I mean, wait a minute. So, what kind of rollback is 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 KJP even referring to? If she's talking about the addition of eighty-seven thousand IRS agents, for example, who are going to be targeting middle-class Americans, workers in the gig economy, then yeah, there's going to be pushback. Because the Democrats, the reason this is coming up is they hate independence. They cannot and will not tolerate the self-employed. Those types of people are direct threats to them and what they want to execute here. One of the reasons they're insistent on unions is because unions represent the collective. Collectivism is the cornerstone of their power. Maybe it's because Republicans are trying to roll back a self-imposed embargo on our oil and gas production that would have had us energy independent. We were energy independent. I, I certainly hope so. I hope that's one of the things that's being pushed back on. It would be a good thing. To, we talked about China, you know, the, the last segment. It would be a great thing to not rely on China. It would be a great thing to not rely on others for our own energy. But one of the reasons that they're big on this, as we talk about all the time, one of the reasons they're pushing for electric vehicles, all, all of this, the climate change stuff, again, is just a big ruse for them to, to gain more control, gain more leverage over Americans, destroy the middle class. They don't want people traveling by independent modes of transportation. They're insistent on mass transportation. Once again, pushing their phone. collective ideals. What'd you say? Where you can charge your phone on your way home from work. Yes, there's a USB port. In the... <sighs> so an individual having their own form of transportation has to be squashed. Because that individual can't be in their system, can't be independent. That's Again, that's a threat to them. Collectivism relies solely on government dependency. That's what they're going for. Democrats want a country where they're permanently in charge. They don't want any other political party to challenge their ideas. They don't want any other groups of people to challenge their ideas. That's just who they are. And they're insistent along the way of squashing any dissent. They won't compromise. Again, 
you can you can't agree with 95 percent of what a democrat says i know none of us agree with any of it but you can't agree with 95 percent of it and be okay with them it's it's a hundred percent or bust how many times have you heard the the media say it's time for the democrats to reach across the aisle strike some compromise the answer is zero it's zero it's always republicans being asked to come across the aisle and compromise and it's not actually a compromise it's giving in it's bend over and take this that's that's what happens and it does it sadly happens. look at republicans who sold us down the road with build back better the anti-second amendment legislation that was spearheaded by john cornett fortunately we we have a coalition of fighters particularly in the house who aren't a part of permanent washington i hope they never become a part of permanent washington Lord knows there's been a lot who have gone there and, and wanted to do things the right way and then get caught up in the system. But these ones aren't. They're battling every day, whether it's Anna Polina, Luna, whether it's Eli Crane, a lot of the American First folks there. And they're, they're pushing back to try and retain the eroding rights of the individual. And again, I, I hope and pray that they, they forfeit and, and decline, tear up, like Nancy Pelosi did Trump's speech, their invitations to be members of the D.C. swamp. But speaking of the swamp, you can't talk about the swamp, even though he's not quote-unquote a political figure, he very much is a political figure, you can't talk about it without talking about Dr. Anthony Fauci. And KJP came to the defense of who I, I believe is one of the most corrosive and destructive government bureaucrats of all time in fauci here's what she had to say based on people attacking him so i, I do want to speak to dr fauci because uh the political attacks on someone like dr fauci who uh and, and public officials more broadly but dr fauci who has spent his career saving lives uh and um you know whether it was the aids epidemic or as we have just uh, coming out of this uh uh, uh, COVID, this once-in-a-generation pandemic, uh, these attacks have been counterproductive. They have not been helpful. Uh, this is someone, again, who has spent his almost entire career uh, fighting for the well-being, the health of the American people. So the last one, you know, Republicans are trying to stop everything we're doing. Yes, absolutely. And then these attacks on Fauci are counterproductive because we don't want to be questioned. We don't want to have people attack us or call us out for who we are and what's what's happening here with kjp and what's going to happen kind of across the board it really has been is operation protect anthony fauci is in full effect with the deep state and kjp is leading it from the white house she's leading the charge to keep questions from being put forward about fauci his connection to the wuhan lab lab excuse me and she's defaulting to his lengthy career as a government bureaucrat she brings up his career and his, his quote-unquote leadership during the AIDS epidemic, which was on par with his handling of the COVID pandemic. Both abysmal failures caused deaths of hundreds of thousands of people. This guy, I can see all the comments coming in, you know, about Fauci. I know where everyone stands on him. But, I mean, th this guy, during, during the AIDS outbreak, there, there was a lot of approved therapeutics at the time, if you go back and look at that, already on the market that were being used to treat, uh, treat AIDS patients with varying degrees of success. I'm not going to sit here and say they were all perfect or working. 
But he was, as, as there was stuff there and available that, that was having some degree of success, he was insistent on prescribing a new drug called AZT to combat AIDS. The problem is, is for most AIDS patients, a good number of them who were prescribed the AZT treatments, they ended up dying. They ended up dying. On the flip side, patients who did a mixture of, of the therapeutics that were already on the market did a better job of combating AIDS. You could look at Magic Johnson. He's a good example. And the battle became the AZT the AZT treatment that Fauci was pushing versus the, the, the AIDS cocktail of, of existing therapeutics. Does that sound familiar? It should because it's the vaccine versus the, the mixture of hydro, hydrochloroquine and, and ivermectin, for example. We have something that's working. No, 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 no. We need to do this. But it's not working and it's hurting people. Well, just stick with it. Don't use those. Those are cheap. No one makes money off of those. Most Americans don't remember, though, how, how hated Anthony Fauci was within the gay community back during the whole AIDS epidemic. They were accusing him of being a mass murderer by pushing AZT. Kind of like a lot of people are accusing him now, I can see it in the chat, with the vax. In 1990, there was a, a die-in. Gay rights advocates held a die-in outside of NIH headquarters over the, the lack of action against the AIDS epidemic. They tried storming the building, didn't work. Fauci was the face, though, of these protesters' rage and hatred. And he, and to his credit, he pulled a masterful move by diverting funds from the NIH to the gay rights group ACT UP. And by funding that, he was able to shift the blame from himself and actually kind of shift it to the Reagan administration. So extremely smooth move by him and, and whoever was behind it with him but there's tons of parallels there's lots of parallels to how he handled the aids epidemic along with how he handled the coronavirus pandemic the difference is what what fauci had you know because again he was enemy number one back then what he had going for him during the coronavirus pandemic is he had the big media machine that was so hell-bent on going after trump in his his re-election bid in 2020 that that fauci got a pass he just got a straight-up pass. Whatever he said was gospel. Whatever Trump said was racist, xenophobic, and a, a bunch of other things. But with a new revelation from the EPA saying that there's, with low confidence, they're saying, I think it's higher than that, but with low confidence that the coronavirus was likely leaked from the Wuhan lab of virology, on top of the $400 million in profits that the NIH received from the vaccine, it's not looking good now for Fauci. So they're going to have to as I was saying earlier, put in op, you know, protection, Operation Protect Dr. Anthony Fauci into place because he, he's not looking good. He hasn't looked good to us for a long time, but he's not looking good to a lot more people now. And the media will still, don't, no two ways about it, the media will still give him top cover for as long as possible, but at some point, at some point, if the government gives the marching orders to sacrifice him, he's, he's too, much, too much baggage, He's hurting us too much now. They'll turn on. They'll destroy him. The, the Democrats do eat their own. People think that they're safe and good forever, and that's just never true. Look at a history book. It just never is. So it's going to be interesting to see this, but I find the similarities between the AIDS epidemic and the coronavirus pandemic strikingly similar.
they, they're pulling from the same playbook. Yeah. I, I think it's funny, too. I feel like Fauci called up <clears throat> the White House and was like, they're saying mean things about me. Don't worry. We'll clean it up. We'll make sure no one does it. You know, and it's like she comes out and, you know, can't say anything bad about him. Right. <clears throat> Don't go after him. And it's like, oh, okay. And the thing is, is like for someone like that, for KJP, you know, obviously she's being told what to say at this point, but it's all going to be coming back to her at one point too. You know, she's got to be careful. You know, there's going to be things that are, you know, yeah, she's just the mouthpiece, but people are going to be like, well, this is what you said from here. This is what you said from the pulpit. They're be holding her accountable. And it's, <laughs> is there, are there, is there going to be another press secretary that's like, Hey, don't go after KJP. You know, <laughs> it's, it's just, you know, it's going to be <clears throat> so hard, you know, yeah. like, cause it's, you know, there needs to be blame pointed somewhere. And right now they're like, oh, there's no, there's no blame to be pointed. Don't worry. Yeah. The other side rarely, there's blame pointed, but it rarely sticks is the, is the problem um, that we're seeing here. Um, Folks, we're wrapping up early today. We're wrapping up early today. We're going to get on over to booze and banter where we've got a bunch of fun stuff to get to. We're going to talk about again, CNN and their take on East Palestine, Ohio, on the the response, moreover, from the government, they, they you know given Pete Buttigieg some some props. They are not us on how he handled things. Talking about his conversation with the mayor, all of that stuff. Keep in mind, again, these people came three to three plus weeks late, but we're going to talk about that because it was, it's pretty interesting. Some of the stuff they said in this thing. Norfolk Southern looking worse, looking worse somehow. We'll show the clip and talk about what I mean. Biden had some more pandering moments. The LGBTQ community wants reparations. Whatever else we want to get into, we're going to do it. Bring your questions. Get a drink. We'll see you there. Be safe. Be smart. Be free. You've just heard Drew Berquist. Catch the show weekdays on every major social media platform and on DrewBerquist.com.